you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, but you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Watching going in the raw. This is the knockout artist Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell if you're watching us on YouTube just to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications and access to the community tab. Uh, I posted like a little year-end question to people saying we're, we're, we're looking at the channel Seeing what we can do to bring new, more but better, more but better to the friendos, and uh, and I was soliciting uh, suggestions, things that people might want to see return, new things they How might want to see. How we can make it more but better? Exactly. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got a variety of award tiers over there that really benefit the show, uh, starting from one dollar. One of those is. The Patreon shout out, which I kick off every show with. You do. Uh, we got a couple new patrons in uh, from yesterday, so I'm going to go ahead and read these off. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Andrew Frisbee, Adrian Weybridge, Nate Ryan, Connor McNamara, Eric Reed, who, by the way, is in Japan and wants to know if any friendos are going to be going to Wrestle Kingdom because oh, he is. Wow. I think it would be spectacular if we can get a friendo meetup at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, Tokyo Dome. And then they send us a picture and we'll put it here on the show. Oh, absolutely. So I will retweet his tweet. He tweeted at us. I'm going to retweet that uh, in a little bit. Uh, one click. Good grum. I don't know what this says. Midnight Club Syndicate. Oh, it's Midnight Club Syndicate, I guess. Sounds like some sort of nefarious gang, Larson. Well, anytime you have the word syndicate involved, yeah. Nefarious gang. <clears throat> Richard Fitzpatrick, also new patron. Thank you very much. Thank everybody. you very much. We appreciate it. Love the support. Uh, so last night, SmackDown Live in a nutshell. Oh man, aces! Another fantastic show. Oh my gosh, it's just it's just stellar. It's stellar. You it's, know, if they had just put up, if they had just given us the opening segment, the first match, and the main event, it would have been spectacular. That alone. But there's a lot of good stuff in between all that. They're killing on all cylinders. Really are. Vince McMahon showing up right before they go to go to air, starts writing that, and he's why is it there's such a discrepancy between Raw and SmackDown? I don't think he's rewriting SmackDown. I don't know what the deal. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. It's funny because like here's here's what I think. 
in his eyes and as well as kind of the popular opinion, Raw's the A show. And so probably in Vince's mind, WWE sinks or swims based on this, the performance of Raw. Yeah. And so if Raw struggles, he's more hands-on because he thinks he has the algorithm to fix pretty much anything wrestling is my guess. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's hard for him, I think. He likes control to release that grip mm-hmm. when things are going wrong. Whereas SmackDown is not doing great ratings-wise. It, qu- it really hasn't tanked, I think, to the degree that Raw has. I mean, there's been some fluctuations, obviously, but as Raw goes, SmackDown goes. Um, but I think the general consensus, and I don't know if he listens to anybody other than himself and his his, his glad-handing yes-men. There you go. Um, but I would gather that at least if he doesn't, people around him would uh, get the, the feeling that SmackDown, while maybe not a, a ratings bonanza, has had a really good year post-mania. Yeah. Um, because the ratings are in and Raw was on the verge in that third hour. Of of dipping under 2 million. Dipping under 2 million. And I wonder if that's kind of like the Mendoza line for, uh, for, for Vince. If it dips under know, 2 man. million, if that's, is that time to hit the panic button? I don't know. Bring in man, John Cena. worked in a Mendoza Cena's line. Cena's got to be coming in for something. He's got that movie coming up in like 10 days. Nine days. Nine days. So that, that, that should be a thing. I know he's doing some house shows, but I don't think he's been, uh, announced or advertised for any, uh. Uh, uh, TV appearances. Yeah, I don't know. SmackDown's ratings are usually like around the eighty-five to ninety percent mark of Raw. Yeah, so, yeah. like you said, where Raw goes, SmackDown goes. It doesn't yeah. matter how great SmackDown is. Um, I'm but curious. no, it's in, there. There was a discussion on Twitter this morning. Uh, somebody was complaining to Jimmy Jacobs, I think, about the quality of Raw, or just making an ob- not complaining oh, about okay. it, but so just making an observation. Doesn't work there anymore. And he, yeah, well. He felt the need to say, you know, writing five hours of, of TV every week is really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins then hopped in in the conversation and said, it's a miracle these shows even make it to, to broadcast, given how difficult it is to write five hours of TV every week, which is completely, you yeah. know, I understand that. It's, it is a task and it is a monumental task. That being said, when two of those hours every week on a consistent basis are stellar, and three kind of aren't. Yeah. There's something different there. There's there's some sort of... Yes, yeah, Vince. There's some gulf there. It's Vince. Vince maybe, is more hands-on with Raw, I guarantee Maybe you. it is. You're, that, that could be. That's a, I mean, that's a very good... That's very good speculation right there. Um, I'm I'm legitimately curious what the process is show to show. It's, it's probably what you're saying, though. It's probably Raw's the A show. That's what he focuses on. Um, I think it was James McKenna this morning tweeted something like, I'm pretty convinced that once Vince is done with Raw, he's so tired, he retires to his hyperbaric chamber, and then the actual SmackDown writing staff gets to do what they do, which yeah. is why it's so good. Yeah, That could be the case. Yeah, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. But SmackDown was stellar again last night as oh, opposed it was really to Raw. Fun. And if you look at our community, uh, community tab poll, uh, I believe it was like 63% gave it a yay. Wow. Um, oh, and on like only like 6% or 2% or something like that. Uh, Here, gave it a it nay. I'll pull it up right now. Uh, 2%. Yay, 65%, nay, 2%, somewhere between 11. Didn't watch, don't plan to, only 19. Yeah. Somewhere and then, of course, I botched it. Two somewhere in between. There's another somewhere in between. What I meant was plan to watch later. Um, so we'll never know what that number was. Can we get a community tab? Well, I mean, just based on the math, it has to be 3%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Unless those people put it on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they would have put it under. That they just they just simply didn't vote, I guess. If you plan to yeah, watch maybe. later, you're just like yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Oh man. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
but SmackDown was uh, pretty stellar. Let's k- uh, kick out some of these super chats. Yeah, here. yeah. Jeffrey Nguyen wants to know what kind of car do you drive? I have a hybrid SUV. Oh yeah, do more you of think a crossover. Would smaller that one. warrant a slap? No, it's a hybrid. You still what kind have... of car? What kind of car do you think Daniel Bryan drives? Oh, like a Volt. Yeah, full electric one. Full electric for sure. You know, yeah, if he really wants to drive like the, the, the cleanest vehicle possible, she needs to get some of those Flintstone cars. Yeah, right. Because even if you get a Volt, it's powered by electricity, you got to make the electricity somehow. What do you think What do you think's faster? And that emits uh, emissions. What? What do you think's faster, a Flintstone's car or a bicycle? It's got to be bicycle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like four people just you got doing gears. this. You got gears on a bicycle that you can slow down and speed up yeah. or increase the resistance. You know Mr. What I mean? Michael Law wants to know, do we think Becky has lost momentum? Oh, no. Everybody loves her. So it's difficult to say, given that we don't have access to parallel universe information, but how that Survivor Series match would have gone down if it went down in the same violent... I'll put it this way. If it went down in the same violent violent fashion as the Charlotte-Ronda match did, I think she would probably have more momentum. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying she lost all. I don't think she necessarily lost. I don't think it's where it could be. Oh, obviously, yeah. I'll put it that way. But she still got an incredible pop when she took out that kendo stick and started beating up on Charlotte with it. Yeah, but it was kind of neck and neck with Asuka. Yeah, I know. People like Asuka. People really want Asuka to win that title. It's kind of a shame that that Asuka's not going to win that match. Uh, Jeffrey win again. Daniel Bryan is everything I love and hate at the same time. He's great. Oh, he's he's great. He's perfection. Are you kidding me? Brandon Garza, what antics should wrestlers do to try to trigger D. Bry? Rolling in like a, 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 a Ford F-150. Escalade. Yeah, an Escalade. Something mm-hmm. that gets like two miles to the gallon. Oh, Roll yeah. Roll out there eating a huge porterhouse. Here's the thing. Even like... even like uh, From the, the largest water bottle possible. Even, for, even F-150s probably get like okay gas mileage these days. What you want to roll in is some 1971... Super Sport. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Super Sport was just a, a gas. Super Sport, was, Super Sport was a Chevy thing, wasn't it? Or was it a oh, Ford? I remember. Thing? You're asking the wrong guy. I'm not a car person. Yeah. Just a gas guzzler. That's what you need. The Bullet Car. That was a Mustang. That was a '71 Mustang. Yeah, that probably didn't get very good gas mileage. No, probably not. It's in a car that hasn't been smog checked in ten years. Steve is undisputed. Are you guys still open for the kingdom doing an intro? I'm seeing them this Sunday in Northeast, at a Northeast wrestling event. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. I'm getting the new intros. I've divvied up the intros per show. Uh, I did that last night. Uh, we're, we're making these intros. A lot of people are asking shorter intro, shorter. I agree. I'm sitting here for eight minutes during this damn thing. And if it doesn't work no, out, it allows me to like call the restart. plumber and schedule an appointment. You literally called the plumber and scheduled an appointment during the intro today. Yeah. I got under the kitchen sink yesterday. And it was just full of water. All coming out of the garbage disposal. The bottom of the garbage disposal. Is what leaking. a mess. Yeah. Oh no. Is this going to be like a Tom Hanks comedy? Oh, a money pit, you mean? Oh, no. I hope not. It's a lovely house, but that thing might collapse at any second. I don't think so, but you never know. Jonathan, should Daniel Bryan get rid of the cow leather belt? Hemp? Oh, yeah, hemp. It'd be cool if he brought in his own belt. Yeah, it'd be good. Like a burlap. That's a good point, yeah. Just yeah. ditch the leather. Burlap, yeah, there you go. He had side plates last night, new side plates. Bum me out. I know, me too. Wish he didn't do that. Alto, uh, will we have a Becky Ronda stare down at TLC? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh... We'll be staring down some friendos at TLC also. We will be, no, the Raw after TLC. Yeah. The the giant, colorful piece of crap artwork they've got outside well, the Golden subjective. One Center. That's subjective. At Raw 330. <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. 330. Yeah. Objectively, I can tell you that's a piece of crap. 
<clears throat> Friendos, be like there, we'll be there. Your opinion, man. Uh, that's true. Well, you know, art is Therefore life. Therefore, subjective. Art is life, and life is a big, colorful piece of crap, Larson. It's probably the truest thing you've ever said. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, let's dive into this SmackDown recap. Yes. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus... So, yeah, Daniel Bryan comes out, starts cutting a heel promo on these people. Consumption. They're they're obsessed with consuming. Well, he said, uh, essentially, last week I called you all sheep. That's an insult to sheep. That's wrong. Oh, You're all parasites. Yeah. Sheeps don't leave a carbon hoof print. Yeah. That was good. That was good. What a genius. That crabby cracking up. That was pretty awesome. Uh, oh, it was so good. Let me ask you something. So when we found out on Twitter yesterday that uh, Mustafa Ali was going to be making an appearance on SmackDown to fight Daniel Bryan, yeah, everybody got very excited. Twitter blew up. It was very, very exciting yeah. for us wrestling nerds. Would it have been better? Would it have been more mind-blowing? Is, is watching the product and being surprised by something... Is that sort of just these days in the same realm as being surprised by it on Twitter? I understand the business aspect of it, that there's, out of the there's way. There's two aspects to it, and it, I think it just kind of depends on what you enjoy more. Sure. Do you enjoy announcement than anticipation for said event as opposed to watching a show with no inkling of what's going to happen, therefore no anticipation and something awesome happening? Just depends what you like. I think these days, because I don't watch it live, I wait till like the West Coast feed. Yeah, yeah. It'll be spoiled for me exactly. anyways. And I like I like anticipating things more than just being surprised by things. I do enjoy the community aspect of finding out everybody finds out at the same time beforehand, and yeah, then yeah. word gets around, yeah. and then we get to anticipate it. But if I was if I had my druthers and I was watching live every single time. I, there is nothing like the surprise of oh my god, and then you get on your phone and you start texting everybody and doing that kind of stuff. Like so I, said, I kind of I, appreciate that I like, I like that anticipation, too. so I'm fine with it and being announced beforehand. That's uh, why I don't really care about spoilers. Cause I don't really care about being surprised by anything. See, the NXT spoilers do kind of bug me a little bit. All right, don't read them then. Uh, coming up, we had uh, Mustafa Ali. So he, he comes down to the ring and he's like, "What happened to you? I used to look up to you." Um, you're one of the reasons I, I want to become a WWE superstar. It says everybody in the lo- everybody in the 205 locker room. By the way, did you see that awesome picture of uh, the entire, basically the most of the cruiserweights and Maria Kanellis uh, sitting backstage at SmackDown, all hov- uh, hovering around a TV. Oh, I didn't see watching. that. It was really cool. I'll show That's it to super you in a cool. Yeah, I, well, I wonder really how, how tight that the 205 locker room is. If I, that picture's any indication, very, very, because it was cool. like you know heel and face alike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Maria Kanellis like that's pretty cool. Um, Daniel Bryan kind of smiled and says, we don't have to have this match. These people here don't deserve it. Oh, that's really cool. Pretty neat, right? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. He says, these people here don't deserve to see this. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you something else. This, this has to be the case, right? So obviously Mustafa Ali was there, I would think, to promote 205 Live. Yeah. This is totally a Daniel Bryan move, though, right? Oh, yeah. I would, yeah, I was watching this, and I think Tom Phillips said that Mustafa Ali met Daniel Bryan in the show in 2009. Carried his bags in. Yeah. Dan- Whether that's a legit story, I don't know. But That seems like it'd probably be a legit but it'd story. Be, it'd, it'd be kind of interesting to, to, to uh, think that Daniel Bryan is like, okay, I want to have a really great match. I really like Mustafa Ali. I've been paying attention to him since Cruiserweight, Cruiserweight Classic when I was doing commentary for it. I want to match against this guy because he's awesome. Yeah. I want to give this guy the spotlight on SmackDown. It would not surprise me if that guy were using his spotlight to shine it on somebody yep. else that was yep. super deserving. Yep. 
He seems uh, like he seems like a good dude, that Daniel Bryan, really despite does. his character. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Mustafa Ali was like, "Now we're gonna have the match." And the Daniel Bryan just looks at him and says, "Tell me, <laughs> what kind of car do you drive?" And he says, "Kind of surprisingly, an SUV." I like that he didn't give like the maker model. Well, no, he, he said, "What does that matter?" <laughs> I have an SUV. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan, I think, called him an idiot. Well, he said, he said, you know, I have a family. So I have a, I have a wife. I have two kids. Yeah. And he called him an idiot. Yeah. And then he slapped the shit out of him. He slapped the crap oh, out of yeah. him. Oh, my goodness oh, gracious. That was so good. Gosh, that was good. Then the match commenced. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we got is, is, is what we kind of expected, a stellar match. But, man, give these two guys 20 minutes. You know what, man? Twenty-five minutes. Well, a, number one, this was this was a it good went twelve on a while. minutes. Yeah, it went on for a while. It was a good, decently long. But you match. know what? Four minutes of them were it's picture in picture. Right now the high spot, that top rope, Spanish fly. It's an issue, man. A top rope Spanish fly was picture in picture. And granted, when they came back, they gave it a slow mo replay three it's times still, over, it's, 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 which was still in picture in picture because they do the replays in picture in picture. Yeah, but still, you need the context of the story and everything. So people were. Oh, it's commercial break. I'm going to go use bathroom or grab a snack or grab a beer that or something. That commercial break was exceedingly long. So it long. was so long. So pretty long. Man. Oh, that killed my soul. But still, this was a solid 12 to 15 minute match. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. And if, if, if the question is the, the, the title of this episode, did it deliver? Hell yeah. Yay. Here's the thing. It Yay. delivered, but at the same time left you wanting more because you know... They could have done a lot more. Well, this left me wanting Mustafa Ali to this, go up on the main roster. I wanted this to be his debut. Yeah, That's what this needed to be. I know. Um, and then there was also like a dot-com exclusive thing or whatever where after the match. Oh, people from the locker room would go up and give him, show him respect. Yeah. Saying, well, job well done. I saw that too. I loved it. What a great moment. Mm-hmm. And I, they're really pushing. That's the thing that I really loved is that on social media, everybody, all the wrestlers were pushing just how great 205 Live is, obviously yeah. because... It's not one of the, you know, it's never one of the higher rated programs on the network, which is an absolute shame. It really is. Uh, I think today we've got Cedric versus Tony Nice, mm-hmm. which Cedric will probably win. Oh, yeah, on yeah, to yeah, yeah. Take on, on Buddy that's happening Sunday. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. going to be Sunday. 11 matches. Do you think that's going to be in the, if they, if they want, Wait, if they that match want. Actually, was that match actually announced for TLC? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. If they want uh, the perception that 205 Live is something people should be oh, watching. the main card. Then put it on the main card. The like they, two, they did it at last yeah, two the last two. I think yeah. it's been the main card. Deserves so to be there. Definitely. Uh, great match. One point, Daniel Bryan gets in the yes lock. Mustafa Ali sells the heck out of it. He was in that yes lock for a long time. Yeah, he was. And then finally got to the ropes. Um, Daniel Bryan does his climb up the rope things and jumps over the person as they run towards the corner. This time, Mustafa Ali jumped on the second turnbuckle. Bang! Tornado DDT. That was nice. It always freaks me out, though. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Mustafa Ali goes for the 054, misses, and then Daniel Bryan pulls him, starts working over his leg against the ring post. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he puts him in a heel hook. Ali taps. Um, Daniel Bryan wins, but a heck of a match. Great showing from Mustafa Ali. Hopefully this is just the start of, of huge things for him. I do think, though, that if it's a face in, a, in any submission move, especially a guy known as the heart of 205 Live, they need to extend that. I know that Daniel Bryan worked over his legs and everything. They need to, to extend that a bit longer. See, I'm a bigger fan. I know you love the pass out uh, uh, submission. Well, I'm, on the right, moment, I'm a yeah. big fan of like just the. That's what my only gripe about Oscar Charlotte at Mania. Well, I actually have a couple of gripes of that match, but one of them was simply with the finish. 
that Oscar tapped out a bit quicker than I would have preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never forget that. Uh, you know, like one of the best examples with that Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, yeah, Kurt Angle, where, where Michaels in the ankle lock for like ten minutes in the end of the match. Yeah, and Angle wouldn't like let go. It was so beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think that this could have been just it, the, the drama could have been a bit more heightened. Yeah, yeah, it's no. a small gripe, but I think, but but you know that that's what I like to so see. They, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. Um, at the end of the match, they show some replays and they come back, and Daniel Bryan's chasing Mustafa Ali up the <laughs> ramp. <laughs> oh man, and yeah. gives him a bunch of Danielson stomps oh. on the oh. ramp. Another heel hook. Daniel Bryan's so mean, so brutal. He's the best. Mustafa Ali's the best. It's great, great stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. Like, man. And again, I, I hope what you said yesterday um, was potentially true. If, if, if Vince isn't in his hyperbaric chamber, uh, maybe he watched that. I don't know if he's a gorilla or not, but maybe he watched that and said, "Man, that Mustafa Ali kid." Yep, bring, straight to the top. Bring him on up. Straight to the top. Yeah. Uh, next, we had the Usos and Thebar in a rap battle judged by the New Day. New Day had some outstanding, outstanding suits on. Well, you know, uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi look kind of like strippers because they had no shirt on. Or no, Kofi had no shirt, but the, the, the bow tie. The bow tie yeah. So he was immediately stripper guy. And they were in suits similar to Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. That's true. One That's in orange, true. one yeah. in light blue. That's true. But then Big E was just had a nice looking, mm-hmm. you know, black suit on. Mm-hmm. That, I do appreciate. He came out too during their entrance with that giant plate of little pancakes. And he stopped next to one guy. Instead of like flinging the, like, so it rained pancakes, they all went to the face of one guy, one very happy fan. Got like all the pancakes. Yeah. Biggie's the best. Um, so uh, Thebar came out in matching uh, sweat gear, sweatsuits. Remember that Halloween party we went to? The Halloween party at that bar we went to? Yeah. We, we, we had matching kind of the same. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they did kind of a, a rendition cover, if you will, of Ice Ice Baby. It was awful, but purposely so. The crowd really was into this too. Yeah. And this was good. This was really, really good. You know, like all these tag teams are all. Like super veteran tag teams who are just immensely f- talented and having a great time, yeah. And they all have ridiculously good chemistry. Yeah, yeah. This was really good. The Usos, man. There's some serious burns in the the Uso stuff. That bit about Cesaro's going to the turnbuckle and getting his teeth pushed up. And they stuff. asked Mister Turnbuckle oh, what was it was so like. Great. That was so good. That was really yeah. The crowd really loved that. That was the Usos. You could tell they really loved it. Um, Nothing will ever beat the the Usos burn on Xavier Woods. Oh yeah, <laughs> last time. Nothing will ever beat. I gotta that. watch this segment again because that was so good. And you could tell they did not see that coming. Yeah, they did not see that coming. Actually, I met one of the fellas, one of the dudes, um, one of Wale's guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, helped write that, and I met him at the performance oh. center. Um, real good dude, and. Uh, and he was like, yeah, none of the guys knew oh, what the, the other were going to say. say. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I remember that look on the face of uh, Xavier in that mm-hmm. line. <laughs> yeah, we got to watch that at lunch. That was great. Yeah. That was such a good segment. It is. I mean, it's kind. it's funny because there was sort of that question when uh, Paige became general manager. Mm-hmm. Like, were they – and they've, they've kind of, without without being sort of low-key about it, there's, like, no interaction between the two yeah it's not it doesn't seem like they're purposely avoiding right interaction there just hasn't just hasn't happened yeah 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, anyways, uh, Usos, they dominate the rap battle. Thebar attacks them. A brawl ensues. Everybody's fighting. Yeah. And then Thebar stands tall. Yes. So if you believe the math... They're losing those belts. Yeah. When's the last time the Usos had the titles? It's been a while. Okay. I could see that then. Maybe. I think since they they lost them to the Bludgeon Brothers. I when think? are we doing our predictions? After this. Oh man, I gotta figure that out. We can we can eat lunch and watch NXT UK, and then we can do. God, please tell me there's only one episode. No, I think, there's probably gonna be. Two. I think there's gonna be two till Takeover. Oh lord. We got to start doing something about. It. We got to like start. I don't know. You watch one, I watch the other. Deal. Something. It's too. It's too damn much. Well, that doesn't really work because we take an hour at lunch to watch one here, and we both. Well, we watch could it. take that hour to do something more productive. All right, we'll do predictions. It is too much. It's way too much. Like I want to do other stuff here on the channel, not sit here and watch the eight hours of WWE deep cuts all day. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Uh, next, we had a, a brief Oscar promo. That was effective. It was good. Oh, I love this. this is great. Yeah, it's great. She's great. She said, I made one mistake at WrestleMania, and I lost, and it's not going to happen again. And she said, no one is ready for, and then she just said a bunch of stuff in Japanese, and it was awesome. God, I love when she just yeah, starts ranting in Japanese. It's great. It's so awesome. After that, we had a Miz promo. Um. Where he, uh, this is when he called out Shane, right? Mm -hmm. He was very, he was acting like a dejected significant other. He was holding that. He was all, he's like, Shane, I know it's your week to have custody of the, of the trophy or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But we have some business to talk about. He seemed very hurt, very emotionally well, scarred. Yeah. And he said, he said, I think it was during this segment of movies, the one later on, he said, I've made a event in WrestleMania. I've been world champion. I have my own movie franchise. Mm, yeah, that's right. I have a hit reality show, but no time in my life I've ever been called two-thirds best in the world. Yeah, yeah. That was, it must have been the later segment. Yeah, it was, where Shane takes the trophy from. Right, right, right. But I thought, because the whole time it was, it was, it was weird to see Miz that vulnerable because he hasn't been. Mm-hmm. And that was a, kind of the perfect explanation for it. Yeah, it was kind of effective because it's kind of true. Like, nobody yeah. ever thinks of him as, like, the best wrestler ever. No. And so, yeah, that was, you're right. It's kind of effective. Um, but that previous Miz promo set up a match between Miz and Shane versus the Vegas boys. I should have asked Adam Mayhem if he knew who these guys were. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could have found out on Twitter. 
But uh, <laughs> Corey Graves was killing me during. Corey Graves, it's, it's <laughs> from, from out that one guy down. So what's that guy have the the Bret Hart he's logo got, on yeah, his pants? Yeah, he was like, look, he's great. He's got the Bret Hart logo on his pants. <laughs> oh, I forgot what he said about the other guy. I forgot. I don't know. But man, it was funny because yeah, they were local yokels. Man, good for them though. Um, so yeah, they've got a match against them. Ref comes running down. They both just attack Shane as he's walking to the corner. And he's just dressed. He's got a black polo he's got, on. He's got the Jordan jeans. 1 Rookie of the Year that just came out. Those mm-hmm. are nice shoes. Yep. But he's not ready to fight. No, the fight he does. Yeah, he was uh, he laying wins. in those really weak punches of him of his. DDT his was a little awkward looking. but Oh, yeah. Hey, his, the float over doesn't seem to be the easiest move in the world. No. I'm always impressed. It's, always, it's a very pretty looking move. Yeah, we do it right. When yeah. you do it right. Exactly, yeah. I know. Um, then anyway, Shane ends up winning with the triangle. Actually, that was pretty fluid when he put that triangle on. That was smooth. Boy, maybe I looked away on that one. I forgot that. Okay, cool. And then the dude tapped. Um, and then backstage, uh, Paige is standing around. Uh, there's a ref there. She starts yelling at him. Boy, this was like the, the, the maddest I've ever seen Paige before. I know. She says, what are you doing? I didn't, I didn't sanction this match. He's like, Miz said that you did. And then the two, the Vegas boys come up. And they've got their independent contractor invoices, invoices for $5,000 a piece. And she's like, what is this? And she's like, Miz said we'd get each $5,000 for this match. And then she rips up their invoices. Man, you got to be on the hook for that. It's not her money that she's paying out. No. She needs to be like, okay, fine. You know, I'm going to take this out of Miz's pocket. I'm going to find him something. Exactly. That's what you do. But these guys were promised you money. You don't, you don't punish the Vegas boys. They need for... proper compensation. Yeah. What was promised should be earned. Yes. Agreed. Uh, next, Randy Orton came out and dropped the promo. Grabbed a chair. This is all right. I'm just, I'm hoping, man. I'm just hoping... When Raw after TLC comes to town next week, mm-hmm. they're going to need a couple of lo- local yokels. Oh, yeah. Because Adam Mayhem, boom, right there. Be great. H title. Be great. On TV. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Randy Orton's promo, um, and then Ray attacks him with a chair. Yes. He's not taking my mascaris. He's already taken one mascaris from him. Well, he's not going to take a second mascaris. There you go. Take, take, one mascaris f- jokes on me. Take fool a second, me once. Take a second mascaris. <laughs> you won't fool me again. Can't fool me again. <laughs> uh, after that, we had a Becky Lynch interview. Yeah, the, she was asked about you know how she's holding up after Nia punched her and whether she'd be ready for NXT or sorry TLC. She said, "Yeah, I got a busted head, busted face. Essentially, I want to fight." So yeah, I want to fight. It's going to happen. Want to fight? Uh, next. Jeff Hardy and Rusev teaming up to take on Samoa Joe and Shinsuke and Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, dance break. Primero. Carmella, our truth came out. Seven second dance break. I don't know if I'm ever going to get tired of that. Probably they work not. it in and they, they, it's seven seconds. It's done. Seven seconds of your life and it's great. And, it's, and then they're, they're done with it. It's exactly. great. It works out perfectly. It doesn't take away from the show at all. No. Um, this was a lot of fun though. I really like these. Number teams. one, Shinsuke wearing that. That blue, basically a leisure suit. leisure <laughs> the leisure suit Larry get up. I love it. It looks so awesome. Uh, it, here, it's a minor. Oh, quibble. go ahead, please. Minor quibble. Shoulder pads. Oh, no good. No. Oh, see, I think that adds to it. I think it was just like all blue, all that electric bright blue. Oh, you don't like like the uh, yeah because they're they're black. Those yeah, things. yeah. And then doesn't he like he has like hip pads too? Yeah. 
This makes it look bulky. No, I love it. It's like borderline like super villain. It is. And yeah. it's at once futuristic and retro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Uh, so anyways, yeah, Jeff Hardy, Rusev versus Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. This was great, man. Nakamura uh, ate a Mashka kick and yeah. Rusev got the win. Yeah. That was awesome. Which means no U.S. championship for, for Rusev. You're going hard on the math this time, huh? Yeah. You know the math is only like 50%. No, that's whoever wins the match is about 50%. I don't think anybody's ever done the who stands tall to end the particular segment match. Oh, I think they did. I think there's not a lot of not a lot of correlation there. Not nearly as much as you would be led to think. But you will make your predictions. I will make mine. I don't even know the matches here. What is the match? We're going to oh, get Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy and then Rusev versus Nakamura. Rusev or Nakamura for the U.S. title has been announced. I don't know if Joe versus Hardy has been announced for TLC. Yeah, so this is the kind of mid-card match where the math totally makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, Nakamura. Now, if you want to argue the math won't hold up for the, the women's TLC triple threat match, I think that's I can a, listen to that. That's a possibility. You seem very convinced about Asuka not winning, though. Is that only based on the math? Yeah, pretty much. But I'll, I could reconsider. Uh, next. Shane's backstage. Miz walks up with a trophy, and that's when he says, you know, hey. Or Shane's upset. He's like, you paid uh, two two guys to attack me. Um, you got the ref in on it. I'm mad. And Miz is like, come on, Shane. This is the first time after my entire career, all that I've done, I've ever been considered two-thirds best in the world. Let's make it work. Shane grabs a trophy, walks off. Yeah. Miz tried to sh- He offered his hand and friendship and Shane did not shake it but he did take the trophy yeah so at least what well, tro- is his week the trophy means something to him which is which is a, the hilarious aspect of this this shouldn't work but it does yeah I it know. really does I know I know Miz is carrying it which is the right move and Shane for some reason like is working perfectly with yeah. it yeah because he's he doesn't care but he does enough to take the trophy yeah so yeah I like it I think it's good uh, next, we had a really low-key, mellow AJ Styles interview. Is it weird that AJ... Maybe he's just taking... He seems like he's just sort of not involved in much. Like, this this AJ-Daniel Bryan match is a formality. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because he very quickly has fallen... Because of the Daniel Bryan heel turn, he has very quickly fallen off the... Well, I wonder, too, that if... Now that he's not champ, he was like, let's lighten up the load a I little think, bit. Well, I think, I think he, that's why... He wanted to lose the title because mm-hmm. he wanted to take a break. I think I read that somewhere. I think I don't know Melter, somebody, something, somebody who seems to think they know. Yeah, you know. or at least he was fine losing the title because it would give him an opportunity to be with his family. Yeah, want to be in my family because if you're champ, you're working like every house show. Yeah, yeah, you're there every week on TV. Um, this is good. It was fine, but it, it, he he was very relaxed. He says, "I'm biding my time." I know if I, if I attack Daniel Bryan now, he won't make it to the match at TLC. I'm take my I won't title. get my title shot. I want my title shot. Yeah. And then we got our main event. Our main event. Oscar versus Charlotte. This was awesome. This was a really awesome match. Yeah, this was fantastic. This was really, really good. It might have been better than the WrestleMania one. Um, Charlotte came out, dropped the promo. Um, Becky came, sat ringside. Well, she did the uh, she did the, the gorilla position interview, interview first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I like that stuff. And she like did a hard stare at somebody with a woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she was staring at gorilla. Yeah, woo. She like locked eyes on somebody. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think it was? Road Dog. No, sorry, Michael Hayes. Definitely Michael Hayes. Are you kidding me? It was Michael Hayes. Probably. Remember, he was involved in that Ric Flair match versus Kerry Von Erich. Yes, he was. There it is. History. Yeah, history. Uh, and then Becky walks down. She sits ringside for the match. Um, just it was physical, and it was just a, the right amount. A little bit, the right amount of, of sloppy. Sloppy, yeah. That made it feel like a real fight. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, for sure. It was. 
It was good. Uh, Oscar got the win. However, it was via DQ. Yeah, Charlotte she got, busted out the kendo. Stick. She got Oscar got the Oscar lock on her, and uh, uh, Charlotte rolled out of the ring, and then produced the kendo stick, and then started beating up on Oscar with it. Becky seemed pretty amused by it. Uh, Charlotte, I'm sorry, Becky then gets up. She starts to leave, but Charlotte hits her. In the uh, leg or something like that. Yeah, right? uh, and then Becky takes the kendo stick back to Charlotte. Uh, Asuka tosses Becky over the announce table. Then she gets the kendo stick. She just starts wailing on everybody. Both of them. Gets up on the announce table. She stands tall. Crowd is going crazy. Yeah. My only reluctance, so let's talk about this here so that I can better inform my my prediction later. Right, you need to talk through talk through it all, huh? The logic. I got to get through the logic here. All right, all right, all right. Asuka was added to the match late because Vince saw the reaction she got. That doesn't scream to me Asuka's going to win the title. It sounds like they had a plan uh, and then saw that Asuka was hot business and decided to capitalize on that. Or, or go not, for it. not to say Asuka was part of the long-term picture they had for this feud, but perhaps they saw an opportunity. And I don't think they need to do this per se, but maybe they, as in creative does. Vince, just going to say Vince. Fine. They need to motivate Becky versus Ronda. And to do that, the easiest way to do that is to have Becky win the, the Women's Rumble at the Royal Rumble. But to do that, she needs to drop that title first. Mm-hmm. Whether it be to Charlotte or to Asuka. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a situation where... I mean, this could have been a situation where, uh, you know, this could be. It could be what you're saying. Uh, a happy accident that they noticed, that Vince noticed Asuka. If they were going to have, if the plan all along was for Becky to lose, they don't want Charlotte to get booed again. Because no. I think they think they have a decent thing with Charlotte right now. If she goes up there and climbs and gets that title, she will be booed. I don't think they, they're averse to that. I think they just want strong characters. Listen to this. This just popped in my head. Talking about Vince McMahon here, man. Listen, listen. This is what this is popped in my head. So let's say at TLC, Charlotte climbs up there. She gets herself that title. Mm-hmm. Um, then at the Rumble. Long story short, this could lead to Becky versus Ronda for the Raw Women's title, and then for the SmackDown Women's title rematch of last year, mm, Charlotte versus Oscar. Yeah, Oscar can get her win back. Finally, win that title. That yeah, could be. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. There'd be some two huge, huge women's matches at WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't know if they, I mean, I think for Becky Ronda, they're probably thinking that far out. Um, however, um, I'm thinking maybe they understand that Asuka winning that title would be pretty huge. Everybody, like, mark out for it. And you don't risk people sort of tuning out and being like, oh, really, Charlotte again? Because I but still that really think feeds they're into her that. character that that she comes in and, and swoops in and takes essentially Becky's opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, but that might that might make Becky look bad too. 
if it's back to Charlotte in the short term anyways. I don't know, man. I got some thinking to do. I mean, I guess it wouldn't surprise me if Becky Law didn't win the match. None of none of the outcome what's none of the outcomes would surprise me mm-hmm. at all. Because Oscar was added late, which could mean Well, I mean, usually when that happens in a traditional ma- match, that means that person's eating the pin. Yeah, there's no pin to Exactly. Here. So like two people literally two people are gonna be losing. Yeah. Um But it's not the same I mean It's not the same as eating a pin. No, 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 no. no of course no. not. It's no. not that it's not that kind of loss. But she could also ask as act as a facilitator to keep the other two strong. I mean, the as other well. the, you can still have those two matches. Just have Oscar win here and have Oscar defend against Charlotte at Mania. Yeah, sure. You yeah. Can do that. Yeah, and then get her win. Mm-hmm. She's already champion, but what she really needs to solidify her spot at the top is to beat Charlotte. Also, given how whimmy Vince McMahon is, seeing how people pop for Oscar, I think here's the thing. There's also this. Given how she was a late addition because Vince all of a sudden figured out that she's popular. That this could lead Vince to be like, oh man, wow, she's great to the top, you know? Yeah. Whereas that might not have been the plan before. I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of thinking to do. I've got a lot of reflection to do mm-hmm. prior to an hour from now when we do our predictions. Yes. Yes. Holy moly. Yeah. Not a whole lot of cut and dry matches at TLC. I mean, there's Ronda there's versus. There's a lot of matches, though. Oh, R- man. Naya versus Ronda Rousey. That's cut and dry. That's all Probably confidence points. All, on, my confidence, all confidence points. points on Ronda on that one. Seth is going to lose that title. Probably, but well, Daniel Bryan's going to retain. That's pretty oh, high. Oh, that's, in that's a big. Yeah, that's huge. In but anyway, we'll, we'll save that for predictions. Ooh. Gotta okay. There's keep, a little preview for Keep you. some content there. I guess so. Um, do we have mail? We do not have mail. All right, question time then. All right. Don't talk, just listen. Ali versus Daniel Bryan was a glorified squash match, in my opinion, but it clearly sets up a potential rematch. I didn't think it was a squash match. Wait, what? A glorified squash match? No, it wasn't. I didn't feel that Ali got plenty of offense. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Noack, will Heavy Machinery be the ultimate rival for Daniel Bryan? Stakes and weights. Stakes and fuel, yeah. They probably drive. Yeah, who, who, who do you think drives the biggest car? Well, Orton rides around in a bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I thought you meant of heavy machinery. is probably Tucker Knight because I think he's tall. Oh, well, yeah, I was meant like Daniel Bryan. Who would he hate most on the roster? John Cena. For their consumption ways. John Cena. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Because John Cena has a bus. He's flying all over the world promoting his movies. Yeah, good point. That's wasteful. Good point. Uh, don't talk, just listen. Can we please go back to Usos as tag team champs? I'd be all about that. That might happen. Alex Foster, my favorite Mus- my favorite Mustafa Ali is on SmackDown Live tonight. Can you guys think of a time where one segment or match made you incredibly excited for a show? So you found out the anticipation was high. That's what I'm oh. talking about. Sometimes anticipation means everything. It was when I found when we found out that Daniel Bryan got cleared yep. and he was going to... Yep. Good answer. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Matt Hurlbert. Surprises are great for pay-per-views and debuts. Matches being announced early last night had me watch live for the first time in months. That's the difference for me. I think that's why they do it. Like when they spoiled Brock Lesnar's return mm-hmm. before he actually showed up on TV. I think some people would see that on Twitter. It's like, oh, dang, Brock's back. I better change the dial. Yeah. If you don't, if that hasn't been announced, you don't know he's going to be there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the uh, the SmackDown ratings. Like it's some, yeah, I don't know. It it is so funny that there is such a correlation. <clears throat> like regardless of how me with the with with the exception of like special events, that's why they need to bring back the wild card finals. I thought they're in Vegas. They should have. 
Wild card finals. Wild card finals, man. And like, you know how many people tuned in the last one? It was like 10 million people. Yeah, it was a very popular in the show. last wild card finals. Never brought it back. Um, Jay Sean Lawrence. Two nights in a row, the Cruiserweights have wrestled on the main roster. Is this going to be a regular thing now? It seems that there's some seepage there. And this is what I was asking for for months. I didn't, I didn't necessarily want Cruiserweight versus Cruiserweight match. Exhibition match, largely meaningless match on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. I wanted a real crossover between the rosters. Yeah. And while we might not get protracted storylines in terms of in-ring, Leo Rush is going to be on Raw and, and doing stuff with Elias for a while, it seems like. But it doesn't actually mean they're going to be ha- engaged in a feud directly with one another, mm-hmm. you know, involving several matches. Um, but to see 205 Live Talents on Raw and SmackDown having really good matches against main roster talent, that's what they need to do. They need to showcase how incredible these wrestlers are on 205 Live to the larger audiences of Raw and SmackDown, and hopefully enough people will start will will, will be impressed and want to tune in. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this then: How do you do it? Because this Mustafa Ali thing, uh, they never really gave it an actual explanation. Oh, why they had a match? Oh, no. But it obviously, like, you can kind of read between the lines in terms of the business aspect of things. Oh, wow, this is a really cool one-time thing. How do you, how do you explain it? How do you storyline explain? I don't know it? if you necessarily have to. I mean, when you're when champions just take on various challengers, when a jobber comes in, like in the '90s, the champ would face jobbers on on TV. There's no storyline explanation. Champion yeah. opponent. Yeah, that's all it was. More open challenges. Kind of, but it's like it's a kind of an unspoken open challenge. Mm-hmm. Like the champions go out there and say. All right, I'm taking on anybody. Just a match is booked and it happens. Yeah. If it's a one-off, I don't care if it's explained or not. Yeah. I just feel the, like just the, the fact the match is happening is enough to get me. I feel like I feel like enough. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like a, if if it's just like a bunch of one-offs, you want them to feel integrated well, to here's the, the roster. You yeah, know? I understand that. Here's the thing: if it's week after week, Daniel Bryan taking on some member of Two Hundred Five Live, that's different. But uh, if this is something that happens once every three months, like okay, let me let me just ask you this: What will be the next instance, like fantasy book here, the next instance of a two hundred five live guy getting a shine? Have Cedric take on Seth on Raw or something, something like that. Yeah, it'd be cool. If they or had Buddy some, Murphy. You know, it'd be you know, it'd be the perfect thing. They need to have just a, a sort of, and I know they they've been talking about this, doing this with the the tag titles. We've talked about it with like the network title, but just have an above brand like their version of the never open weight thing mm-hmm. would be, you know, the uh, belt that spans weight divisions, the yeah. belt that can go on any brand at any time. Yeah, have sort of a floating champion and kind of not be the, literally a floating champion. That would be impressive. Although, although. that would be really neat too. Um, so yeah, it would set up a bunch of potential dream matches between mm-hmm. people on two hundred five live in the main roster. Yes, Charles Ford. I'm loving the Daniel Bryan versus AJ feud. Is vegan West Coast elite versus Southern everyday American family man? What other political ideologies can feud next? <laughs> That's good. I don't know, man. Some of the comments we get, I don't even want to go there. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, you can go, you know. I mean, here's the thing: is 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 Donovan Dijakovic is Dijakovic supposed to be? Well, that's like an Eastern European name, right? But they're not like I honestly. When I first heard his name, I was like, "Are they gonna do a like thing an Ivan Drago type thing?" When he ha- he has like an accent all of a sudden, like a really bad accent. 
Evidently not. Here's the thing, though. By and large, when WWE incorporates any sort of geopolitical stuff into their storylines... It's horrible. It's awful. It's awful. That's what I'm saying, So while, while we could come up with something, I wouldn't want to entrust WWE with it at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah. I'm guessing this is working for Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan's the one who's, who's behind it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, the original caffeinator. I kind of like this. He says, as a way to spice up the Money in the Bank briefcase, what would you think if, in addition to title shot, the briefcase holder could also cash it in for a specific Royal Rumble entrant number or cash it in to be allowed to re-enter the Rumble after being eliminated? I like, I like, yeah. You, get, you Why would you do that rather than a guaranteed title shot? That makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, so, like, you get yeah. a guaranteed title shot, guaranteed... <laughs> At your choosing. <laughs> because wrestlers sometimes don't make any sense. Sometimes they just don't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, well, and, okay, yeah. That makes it interesting by making it less logical. <laughs> yeah. No, it yeah. makes sense how it is. Keep it how it is. Hold on a second. What was the In addition to the title shot, he could also cash it in for a specific Royal Rumble entry. He's like, I want 15. Why would you do that? Oh, 20? No, man, 30. 29. Just go to Mania with your title shot. Exactly. <laughs> Jonathan Graves said Kevin Hart quit Oscars to wrestle on SmackDown. You're a dullard. Yeah, but I'm a really good wrestler. I won money in the bank. I believe in myself. Number one. I know. It's like you want to get a That's... baby face pop. <laughs> I'm cashing That's in for number one the Rumble. the hardest thing to do is go through the entire uh, Rumble and win. Yeah, it'll look great doing it, though. <laughs> uh, I'll read it again. Jonathan Corey Graves said Kevin Hart quit Oscars to wrestle on SmackDown. That's what he said. Oh, that's funny because it was a little dude. That was funny. Uh, Cody Miles, he says, total for 2018 is 59% correct on stand tall math. Yeah, 40% of the time, it doesn't work. On a, if, it's, if it's a toss-up, I'll take those odds, though. Here's the thing, but break it down. What I want them to do is break it down between a main event level scene and a mid-card scene. Yeah, Because I feel it's like different. it's like 98% it's in the mid-card. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ronda always stands tall regardless. Yeah, I know. Uh, David Watts, Charlotte equals overrated. Bad moonsault and awkward seller. Oh, I love her moonsault. Mm. I love her selling, too. I think she's great. No, she's great. She's too much. Stairway to Devin. Seeing Mustafa Ali getting a match against Daniel Bryan was amazing. Do you think Raw will finally do something fun and let, as you have just said, Cedric Alexander open an, answer an open challenge if Seth retains at TLC? I think that'd be great, and it'd be smart of them to do it. Uh, Fancy Toast. This has nothing to do with SmackDown, but Tito Santana teaches Spanish at my little sister's school. If each of you could have a superstar teach you a subject... Who would it be and what subject? Ooh, Bray Wyatt teaches me the dark arts. All right. Hey, man, this is how you teleport from here to the sandwich shop. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, makes me feel closer to women even though I don't have a vagina. <laughs> he wanted to laugh when he said that, too. We got to load that up when we're done, man. Well, first, you got to watch, watch the that. U- Uso's New Day rap battle. Yeah. Um, watch all that instead of the NXT UK. I want Finn Balor to teach me a class in cool. Oh, wow. Can you teach cool, though? I don't know. It might I just think be, the Fonz tried to do that it once. It might be intrinsic. With Richie Cunningham. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ajit Pie's cousin, Apple. <laughs> Apple Pie. Is this time to officially integrate Mustafa Ali into SmackDown Live? Or should he stay on 205 Live a while longer? 100% yes. Yes, man. Get I him mean, in there. Bring him, bring get him, him to SmackDown Live. Bring him to SmackDown, Do it yes. now. Do it now. Uh, Brahim 
Steve, answer because I was big leagued by you before. Do you and Larson have a better chance fighting Roy Rage Lesnar in the in the hood or locked in the? Oh my gosh, locked. In <laughs> Maybe back. that's why I didn't answer. Yeah, I guess because you're bringing up Benoit. Twenty. This is this no. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. Thanks for your money, but we're not answering questions that's about why Chris I need to Benoit. Read Super Chats before. So you got to do that. You got to do that. Uh, Alto Votalhe. Shout out to Ricky and Elliot. I see that shirt, Larson. Yeah, hey, shirt. is that is there a is there a store still open? I have no idea. Do we know? I got it on Black Friday. All right. Um, Alto, best burn, Rhonda or on Nikki or Usos on Woods. Oh, nothing will beat. I'm sorry, dude. Nothing will beat the Usos on Xavier Woods. That was amazing because it was, was like amazing. right after the leaks happened. Um, let's see here. Uh, the Shogun Zodiac. You mentioned in a prior video that Dolph Ziggler desperately needs a change of character. I, I would actually argue he needs a change of scenery. How would you repackage him to make him more interesting and relevant? Stand-up comedy gimmick. Stand-up comedy gimmick. That's, but early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no want totally. to make him more relevant, give him a dated uh, uh, reference. Who'd you, who'd you say is like top early Who Who embodies early 90s comedy other than Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, I mean the the list is endless, man. It's like Brian Regan was my favorite. He he's, was well, my favorite he's after early '90s, though, isn't he? No, dude, he was in the thick of it. Oh, he's been around forever. He was huh? in the thick of it. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say Louis Anderson, but he's more '80s. You know who I loved all. Oh no, give him a Gallagher gimmick. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Prop comic. Yeah, give yeah. him a Gallagher carrot top gimmick. Prop comic. Yeah. Brings out yeah. some melons. Gives yeah. a tarp to the crowd. Sledge-o-matic. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, Horton, here's a new writer. Vince wants you to come up with a new chant that is as popular as the yes and what chants. What superstar starts the chant and what is it? Why do we need chants? Too many chants. Well, they're at, I, that's, I agree, but they're asking the question. Are you going to say that to Vince? Yeah, why do we need chants? Larson, come up with a new chant. And who do you want to give it to? You're going to say, Vince, we don't need any more chants. Uh, Seth can start a Ross Sucks chant. <laughs> Directed at Baron. Corey uh, Smith says Dennis Miller. You think Dolph could pull off a Dennis Miller thing? I don't think he could. Oh, my God. Does anybody want to pull off a Dennis Miller thing? So. Rest in peace, that guy. Uh, Rob Zerver, how surprising is it to see an angle from not not Crown Jewel World Cup still being played out in the Miss Shane storyline? Yeah, that is. They've it gotten is more mileage out of that World Cup than anything else. They, yeah, they from World at, Cup, yeah. Anything at Greatest Royal Rumble either. Mm, <laughs> that's true too. Um, Who thought kind of a throwaway tournament would have uh, lasting effects on creative? No kidding. Uh, the glorious broken sound wave. Uh, Daniel Bryant. I like he's a Daniel Bryant. Should Daniel Bryant change the name from the Yes Lock to the Fickle Lock? Also, should he put on the WWE plates Fickle, Fickle, Fickle? Yeah, that'd be good for the championship. You know, they came out with a new Daniel Bryant shirt. Not great. Here's the pro The biggest problem with it, it bugs the crap out of me. They're doing they're doing that solarized thing like they did with the Pete Dunn thing, mm-hmm. and they they obviously just should have done it more like it was um a stencil like a spray paint. Yeah, it's stencil. like it's like halfway in between. Yeah, and I hate that it looks so che- it's cheap. Yeah. Fickle. 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 Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Um, oh, this is terrifying. Mm. The Saudi royal family here on Patreon mm. says, we are interested in promoting a few informational videos provided by the Saudi Agency of Information Propaganda. 
Just kindly get back to us at your earliest convenience, Stephen Larson. That's scary. That's terrifying. Why would they say that? Leave us alone, please. Mm-hmm. No part of you. Uh, let's I see. I need your trivia cards. Continue. Get trivia cards. Uh, Primetime Henry Harris says, uh, I'd want the Undertaker to teach me the powers of powers of darkness. Uh, Jimmy Thomas says, Cedric should show up next week to come back with a receipt for Daniel Bryan. See, that I have a problem with. Here's the thing. If you're going to have these 205 Live guys do it, they need to get some dubs. They need to get some wins. Yeah. So you can't just trot them in next time. You said next time Cedric comes in against Seth. Well, Cedric would need to win that for it to matter. He needs to win that. Oh, I got the rules card. <laughs> nice. Quiz me on the rules. Rule number one, Larson wins. Rule number one, answer correctly. Oh, wow, that's going to be great. Good luck with that one. Oh, come on. God, you're, well, you won't get... You definitely will not get one of these, but you'll get the other nine. Are you sure? You might. You might miss two, but you'll probably get it. Well, here, you can go first then. Because you I don't know how many of these you'll get. First 10 WWE in your house subtitles. Oh, give me a break. Okay, one of them's D, uh, Degeneration X. No. Are you? There was 10 before that? Yeah. There was at least 10 before that? Yeah. I'll give you a hint. There's no bad blood on here either. Do you want a different card? If that one's easy, I guess you should get a different You want to card. trade cards? Well, I've seen the answers here. Let me see them. I just want to see them. Good friends, better enemies. Yeah, that was a... Beware of dog. International incident. Mind games. In your house, buried alive. In your house, it's time. In your house, final four. Revenge of the Taker, A Cold Day in Hell, and Canadian Stamp... None. Here, here you can do this. Zero. This one's easy. Oh, Lord. Here, I'm just going to give you this first. Because I know you get this. All ten members of DX... HBK, Triple H, China, uh, X Pac, Road Dog, Badass Billy Gunn. Six. There's ten? Yep. Like I said, you'll definitely not get one. What about the rumored ones like Val Venus or Jeff Hardy? <laughs> House shows don't count. Oh, okay. Rick Rude. Yes. Um, oh, uh, Mike Tyson? No. He wore a DX shirt. I thought they, 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 they made him a member. Well, he's not on the card. Irrelevant. He's not on the card, Put so he's like up. a moops. Seven. You're missing, you're missing at least one easy one. And there's one that's more just by association. Let me go back here. HBK, Triple H, China, Rick Rude. Oh, you already got Rude. Okay. Yeah. I thought you hadn't said him. No, I just said Rick Rude. X-Pac. Road Dog, mm-hmm. Badass Billy Gunn. Yeah. There's three more? Oh, what's her name? Shoot. Um, wasn't she the Xbox like manager or something for a while? Who? She had blonde hair. Gosh, what was her name? Means there's none of the woman on there, then it's not right. No, you're no, you're you're on the right track. It's just I guess you don't know who that person was. I don't remember her name. I can see her face. Obviously, you can't because you know, like you know the person on this card. Was Stephanie in the? DS? They do consider Stephanie okay. a member. Yes, okay. correct. 
That's not who I was thinking of, though. No, and it's not Stephanie. That's a different entry. There's another person on here who has blonde hair, who hung out with Xbox, who I guess was considered a member of DS. I'm surprised Kane's not on here. Uh, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't include... No, never mind. Um, so one of these people came along a little bit later, like 2006, when they got together briefly. No, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't. Oh, it was Hornswoggle? Yes, oh, very okay. good. All right, that's my 10 guesses. Tori! That's what I was thinking of. I thought, I, I didn't know you it was Tori. No, I knew Tori was, I thought it was somebody else. I didn't know it was Tori. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you ready? No, man, I hate no, these cards. This one's I easy. suck at this. This one's easy. Revealed as a laggard. Uh, 10 longest combined WWE World Championship reigns. 10 longest combined? Well, Bruno. Yeah. Um... God, so many in the Attitude Era were so short. Yeah. Uh, well, Hogan. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Buddy Rogers? No. No? I don't think he had it very long. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Cena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edge? No. No? He, he had it a couple times. Yeah, I don't think any of his range were terribly long, though, apparently. Orton? Yes. Uh, I don't know Triple H had like the big gold belt a lot, but I'll, I'll say Triple H. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. No. Which title was that? Uh, JBL? No. Punk? No. Wait, really? Punk? Is it combined? Oh. Oh, number of days combined? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, there's two. They're not counting Ric Flair, are they? No. Okay. I won't count that one against you. All right. Uh, did I already say... Uh, did I already say Orton? I think you did. Okay. Yeah, you did. There's two on here you should probably get. Yeah. Austin? Yes. Really? Interesting. <clears throat> the rock's not on there. Is he's the rock? No. No, I think his longest range is like 90 days. All right, I got six. What do you got up? I got one more guess. Got one more guess. All right. Take it back. Take it back. Take it way, way, way back. Brett? Yes. You missed Bob Backlund, Pedro Morales, and Brock Lesnar. Really, Brock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't even include his most recent reign. Oh, wow. Hmm, that's interesting. Wow, look at me. I got seven. On Good like job. one of the easiest cards in the stack. Good job, me. Good job, you. I am not a dullard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, patrons, $5 and up. Stay we tuned. got a bonus episode coming up live in about 10 minutes. So stay tuned for that business. Uh, ooh, we're doing chat trivia today. We are. Yeah. I got to produce a card somehow. Produce a card. Is music playing right now? Play music. Hilton, play music. No music. There we go. Anyways. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.